Now, saying I forgot, I like can only watch this movie in ten minute increments because it's so fucking ridiculous. Like I'll like it for like the first five minutes, and then the second five minutes I'm like ugh, and then I'll go back and then I'll like it again, and then I'm like ugh. The worst part of this movie is is the last thirty minutes. Oh yeah, it's really bad. It's um. I just went on my phone. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I was doing. And every now and then, when uh, every now and then when when something would happen, I would like write it down. Yeah. But for the most part, the last thirty minutes, I was just it's like, so it drags so much ass. It drags and and it just, just it's just more of the more of the same crazy shit. Well, we'll we'll get into it because there's a lot to say about like the behind the scenes and stuff. So, um, the dynamic deals back again. So let's play it again, man. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. Good morning, Vietnam! You're gonna need a bigger boat. Erica! 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 Hasta la vista, baby. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, we're back in the studio. It's me, Steven. Hey, is Jason here? And uh, we're going to do a little movie from 1997 called Batman and Robin. It was directed by Joel Schumacher. It made uh, $238 million off a $125 million budget, which was at the time considered a flop. $25 million of that $125 million was just Arnold's salary yeah, alone. Of course. Um, so like I said, stars Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, George Clooney as, uh, Batman, Uma Thurman, Chris O'Donnell, and Alicia Silverstone. There's some other people that reprise their roles from previous films, but other than that, those are like the big stars in here. We can call them out when we get to the cast a little bit more, but, um, let's start at the beginning like we always do and talk about the first time we remember seeing this movie. <clears throat> I think we went to watch this in the theater. Yeah, probably. I, I mean, you're a little kid. Your parents are probably going to take you to see Batman. Yeah, we're big fans of all the previous movies. Yeah. Had watched all of them. Uh-huh. Had partic- particular particularly loved Batman uh, Forever. Yeah. Fucking, I still love that movie. It has its... No, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 can, I, can, I, I can enjoy that. Yeah, I love Val Kilmer too. I can enjoy that movie much more than I can this one. Yeah. Even though there's parts of this movie that I'm like dying laughing because yeah. it's just so ridiculous. Um, yeah, so we watched this one. and When uh, you were a kid, do you remember thinking that it was good? Um, you know, I, I like to pride myself on thinking that even as a child, I knew some parts were cheesy. Yeah. And some parts were over the top. And I think I did... I think there were some parts that I even thought, yeah, back then, like more like the sound effects. Yeah, yeah. That they oh, use. There, yeah. There's so plenty. Stupid. When they when they knock over like some of the freezes goons, it's like bowling pins yeah. and shit like that. Or yeah. when they when they s- slip and fall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that yeah. sound, like yeah. the comic book sound, mm-hmm. or the old TV, TV show. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, that shit was yeah. Um, but. I still like the movie a lot. I mean, I yeah. loved Arnold. Dude, you were, fuck, what, nine, nine years old? You're just going to, you're yeah. going to like it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, um, 
Yeah, this movie's hard to watch now. <laughs> it really is. Um, all right, so for me, I remember, so like you said, I had seen all the previous Batmans. I loved the Tim Burton ones when I was really little. And then I noticed the ch- the like the tonal change in, I didn't notice it so much in Batman Forever. I mean, it was obvious that it was different. Obviously, Michael Keaton's not Batman anymore. And, you know, it just kind of seemed more... Just, just different. And in this one, um, I remember the tonal change was like night and day. I was just like, oh, this is a lot different. But at the same time, like I said, I was nine years old. I fucking, I thought this movie was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think, I can't say for certain if there were points when I was watching it the first time where I was like, oh, that's kind of campy or whatever. But I, I know for a fact that like watching the movie and coming out of the movie and like, it on VHS. I was like, "Oh, this movie's awesome!" And Arnold Schwarzenegger's in a Batman movie. Yeah, it's um, it was a lot. And uh, I I continued watching it. And then as I got older, I was like, "Yeah, this movie's bad." And then I started watching it. I'll I'll do it from time to time. Like I said, it'll be on something, mm. and I'll watch it for ten minutes, and I'll turn it off, and then I'll watch it again for yeah. ten minutes, and I'll turn it off just because it's such a fascinating experiment that they had and it really killed all kind of it killed the batman franchise for sure until 2005 mm-hmm. without a doubt yeah um but it really killed the type of superhero movies that i feel like studios were planning on making oh and then oh. after this you Got get yeah and then the tone the tone changes like after this, instead of something crazy and campy like this, you get Blade, which is an R-rated movie. That was the next one? Yeah, I think in 1998. Okay. Um, that came out the next year. And then 2000, you get X-Men, which is not bright. Because if any if any either. superhero movie, to have big, bright colors, it would be X-Men. Yeah. And in that movie, it's all very black and just silver and, and stuff yeah. like that. So, Did you like those movies? I, I like the X-Men movies, yeah. Well, the first two, and then skip the third one, and then the other two were pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's uh, where we were when we first saw this movie. Um, little stuff about the cast that I found or about the making of the movie. Um, I don't know if you saw, saw any of this stuff. So Val Kilmer dropped out of the role, obviously. Um, How come? I guess so... He didn't know, which I'm calling bullshit. Supposedly he didn't know that the sequel is going to be fast-tracked because that's kind of like at this point you knew that they were going to make another Batman if the other one was successful. And uh, Batman Forever was wildly successful. It was really huge. I think, uh, one, because of Batman franchise. Two, because Jim Carrey was just fucking insanely popular. Um, But, yeah, it... it, um, And Seal wanted another hit. Yeah, that's a great song. I love Kiss that from song. from Rose, yeah. That's a great song. Um, but so he said that he had already committed to The Saint, which is a movie I know you love. I do. And then also he wanted to shoot The Doctor of Island Monroe, uh, oh, or, or The Island of Dr. Monroe. Uh, that movie's bad, too. With, with Marlon Brando, yeah, that movie's crazy. Um, I used to love that movie, though. Really? Yeah. I remember my dad watching it one time, and I was like, what the fuck is that's this? That's a remake, right? Uh, yeah, it's from, like it's, from it. a, it's from a book. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he, he dropped out of it. So they were looking for other people to cast. Um, Joel Schumacher, the director, he uh, wanted to put Billy Baldwin in the role. 
which I'm not a I'm not a fan of. But however, in the original Batman, before they they um, hired Michael Keaton, they wanted Alec Baldwin in the role. And if you've seen Alec Baldwin back then in the '80s. I think it would have been perfect for him. Mm. Billy Baldwin, not so much. Alec, yeah, I can see that. Uh, and then the way Alec Baldwin talks. I was gonna say he's got so he's got a cool time. low, yeah, raspy, t- lo-fi. He would, I think, I think he <laughs> would have been a great was. Batman if it wasn't if it wasn't Michael Keaton. But um, yeah, uh, that's that's that. And then and then the studio they they suggested George Clooney because he was on ER and they're just mm. like, oh, I think he'll be good for it. And then Joker apparently he picked him because he saw him in From Dusk Till Dawn. And he oh. thought, oh, this guy, he's good looking. Yeah, he went from that to this. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> he could bring a little bit of humor to the role. And, yeah, just a bunch of other dumbass reasons. Uh, Mr. Freeze, some other people considered for that role. Uh, Ed Defoe. No. Oh. Ed Harris, which I could totally see as Mr. Freeze. Not, okay. in, this, not in this movie, but in another movie. Like, like a time, serious? Like a serious one. Yeah. Ed Harris. Uh, Patrick Stewart, which I could totally see as Mr. Freeze. He's got the voice. Okay. Um, and there was another one. I cannot remember who it was. But, yeah, those were a couple that were considered. Poison Ivy, I know. Kevin um, Costner? No, not Kevin Costner. Poison Ivy, I know. Um, Julia Roberts was considered. Okay. I don't think she would have taken this role, even if they offered it to her. Yeah. With a big fat check. Um, Demi Moore, which I feel like she could be interchangeable with Uma Thurman, kind mm-hmm. of. And Sharon Stone. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Sharon Stone would have been good. Um, anybody would have been better than Uma Thurman, to be honest. Really? Dude. I Look, I love Uma Thurman, and I think so she... I, no, she is. She is. I, I think she... I love Uma Thurman, and I think she's a fantastic actress. She, and this is saying a lot... Is the worst person in this movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Worse than Arnold, worse than all the side characters. Dude, she, what she's doing, and this is, and like I said, she's a great actress. So this is all Joel Schumacher telling her, yeah, do this. Why yeah, are they do doing this. it like it's a musical? <clears throat> so that's another thing that I was reading about. After, so the reason why Tim Burton got kicked off of Batman Forever is because the first movie came out. Nobody knew what it was going to be like, and it was super dark, but it, was, it made so much money. It was like the highest grossing movie at the time. And uh, immediately, because Batman's a comic book and it's made for children, the companies for the sequel, they wanted to make all the toys that they could. Even though it was wildly successful, sold a bunch of toys and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, during uh, Batman Returns, Warner Brothers had struck a deal with McDonald's to sell toys. Um, they had they had they had the toys. frisbees and the cups and everything oh, I and that. and the and the happy meals as well and when the second movie came out it was really dark really sexualized with catwoman danny devito's fucking creepy as fuck in there and a bunch of little wiener ass kids and their parents were complaining that the movie was too scary there's a whole news piece on this you can look up on YouTube, oh. on youtube so McDonald's and all its great wisdom was like, we can't sell these. We can't sell these toys. We're not going to sell enough. We're not blah, 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 blah. So wow. it started so this that's whole, what it is. So it started this whole legal battle because in the sequel to Batman Returns, Batman Forever, uh, Robin was supposed to be played by fucking Marlon Wayans. Uh, yeah, just weird. Uh, Billy D. Williams was supposed to be uh, Two-Face still because he is Harvey Dent in, in the first two uh, Batman. But um, yeah, so it's it struck this whole thing where... 
they needed to make more toys for everything. So when uh, when when it's these rich and powerful toy cartels, <laughs> <laughs> they suck your kids' minds and, and ruin I'm, the parents. And I know what I'm talking about because I took a semester of psychology at junior college. <laughs> Hey, Sinbad wasn't wrong. And, and, and you try to fix him with this little cheap plastic. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, after the success of Batman Forever and they sold a shitload of toys, the company specifically told them Warner Brothers had already been striking deals with, with toy companies. And they were told to make the movie more toyetic. Wow. Which is the term. So, um, every time that I read this online as well... Every time I can't remember who said it, one of the one of the side characters, he's a doctor or something. Um, he said that on set, Joel Schumacher, before they would roll, every single time would be sitting on a crane with the bullhorn and saying, "Remember, this is a cartoon," and then action. So wow. everybody was just like, yeah, oh, like geez. all fucking crazy. Yeah. So that's why. Why are there? Why are they all overdubbed? Also. Um, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of stuff that they had to fix, so they went back in, a, in the post. Uma Thurman is, like, all over. All over. Yeah, no. I feel like they, they would have to go back in a post to do a lot of different shit, because this movie seemed like there was just a lot going on, and they were moving through it really, really fast. Jeez. Some of the sets in this movie are fucking... Some of them are pretty cool. Like yeah. I like the way it looks. But some of them and the props that are in them are yeah. fucking terrible. It's it's like Power Rangers level. Yeah, I think one of the coolest uh, parts is when they're going down the statue. That's me too. <laughs> I think that part's cool. I wrote I wrote that down. I wish there were giant statues everywhere. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's talk about the cast a little bit, and then we'll get into it. So I don't think that we need to fucking really talk about Arnold at all because no. we've talked about this. Is I think the fifth movie we've done of yeah. his. Um, everybody knows Arnold. We love Arnold. Um, him getting cast. The only thing that I would say is him getting cast in this movie was I remember back in the day when everybody used to get their information from the newspaper. My uncle used to read the newspaper all the time. And after Batman Forever, you kind of got a sense that anybody could be Batman, kind of like James Bond, and it could happen at any time. So there was a bunch of uh, rumors going around in uh, Hollywood. And my uncle was like, oh, you know who's going to be the next Batman? And I was like, who? And he's like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and I was like, what? And, and this is me at my, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger is my hero. Yeah. Like, more than Batman, more than anything, he's my hero. And I, even I was like, huh? And I, immediately I just thought of him in a suit and then him trying to fit in the Batmobile. Oh, and I'm like, God. I was like, what the fuck? That's never going to work. But apparently it was just a rumored he'd uh, he'd been attached to the project and then he ended up being Mr. Freeze. Uh, um, but George Clooney, uh, what a great guy! I love George Clooney. George Clooney is a fantastic actor. Um, you know him. He first uh, his first role I think in a movie was Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> He's just like an extra side character, but he was also on uh, Roseanne for a couple seasons I think or one season I can't remember. Used to watch that show a lot when I was younger, and then he really blew up on the scene with the show called ER, mm-hmm. and uh, seen pretty much every episode of that show because my mom used to watch it all the time. <laughs> I remember he, you know, big heartthrob. Everybody wanted a shaved head, and then they wanted the little fucking Caesar cut that he gets later on, the one that he's gotten from Dust Till Dawn. 
But yeah, he starts making uh, his own movies. From Dust Till Dawn was one of them, 1995, which is an awesome movie. Love it. Great movie. Um, and then he starts doing a bunch of different stuff. Uh, this movie, 1997, not very good. He vowed not to um, reprise the role because of how terrible this movie was. Uh, does a lot of movies in the 2000s. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? With the Coen Brothers. Good. Fucking awesome movie. Mm-hmm. The Perfect Storm with Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark. Not a great movie. Um, 2001, Danny Ocean in Ocean's Eleven. Uh, I think that movie's fucking so it's cool. Awesome. And you couldn't pick a better like duo that's supposed to be like Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and Brad Pitt oh, and, sure. and George Clooney. Super cool. Um, he's always been a good actor, but he starts doing like way more serious roles a little later on and starts getting some like, uh, oh, you know what I forgot? Out of sight. That's, oh, that's a great. A great that's movie. a great movie too. That's uh, I think the first time he works with David Soderbergh, and then he does um, Ocean's Eleven with them too. Um, he starts doing these other roles later on that are like way more serious. Uh, Michael Clayton, which was a, a fucking awesome movie. The Ides of March. What, what year did that come out again? Two thousand seven. And you know why I know that? Well, oh, because you worked at the theater. I watched that one in the theater. <laughs> Up in the Air, which is an awesome movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Uh, mm, Jason Reitman. No. Um, he makes a couple sequels to Ocean's Eleven. I forgot about this. Uh, he's really, really big fan of South Park in the 90s. And uh, he was begging Matt and Trey oh, to, for them to put him in the, in the show and in the movie. Wow. And they hate celebrities. So, but they became friends with him. Oh, that's cool. So in the show... He was Stan's gay dog. He doesn't have any lines. He just goes, and then in the movie, uh, bummed he doesn't have any lines. I think he thought it was hilarious. Oh, okay. Um, And then then in the movie, he's only in it for a second. Like Kenny, something happens to Kenny, and then he wakes up on the operating table, and he's he's a surgeon. He's like, "Uh, we accidentally replaced your heart with a potato, so you about have about two seconds to live, and then Kenny (laughs) dies. Um, But yeah, he's he's in a bunch of shit. Um, Started directing. I know he did. Fucking good night and good luck. Uh, there's another one. The Monuments Men is another one he directed. And, uh, yeah, George Clooney, man. He's been in so much shit. Solaris, bunch of different cool stuff. Burn After Reading. Burn After Reading. He's worked with the Coen Brothers a few times. Hail Caesar is another Coen Brothers movie. That one, I didn't see that. it was okay. It's it's not great. I, I, I know why a lot of people haven't seen it. Um, Intolerable Cruelty was also Coen Brothers as well. Three Kings, great movies. Spike. Yeah, uh, David O. Russell movie. Yeah, but um, fucking George Clooney, man, he's 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 a staple. Oh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, I, I love that movie. He plays Mr. Fox. Chris O'Donnell, who um, you know, real quick before, <laughs> sure. When we were talking about the cast, yeah. yesterday, so me, Melissa, and my sister watched this, uh-huh. and uh, you guys all watched it together. Yeah, well, Melissa watched like maybe half. Yeah, and then she's like. I gotta go. I gotta go to and she went to the room <laughs> and then she came back and then Michelle was still watching it because she's like, Man, I haven't seen this in years and she's like and then Melissa's like, Why are you still watching this? She goes, I think it just had a pure nostalgia nostalgia, you know, like No for real. It's been so long. She goes, But yeah, this movie's really bad. Yeah, yeah, it's dude, it's it's a really bad movie. But uh Joel I'll, Schumacher apologized for this movie oh, later shit. on. I, I so I, I was trying to remember Chris O'Donnell's name and I thought it was Christopher McDonald. Is that is that an actor? I mean, who is that? Is that an actor? I, is his name? Is could be Christopher McDonald. It wouldn't be a big stretch. 
Yeah, I don't know why I thought his I don't know any other O'Donnell. actor named Chris O'Donnell or Christopher McOdonnell. Yeah, it was weird. Um, Chris O'Donnell really bursted on the scene, sent him a woman. Hoo uh, Yeah, with Al Pacino. Um, in a little movie that I love called The Three Musketeers. Oh, yeah. Uh, cool. I love that movie. Uh, I remember seeing the trailer for this movie all the time. Oh, yeah, and then right after Three Musketeers, he. He's coming hot off of that and <laughs> School Ties and a bunch of other movies. And then he does Batman Forever. He gets cast as fucking Robin, which um, he's not terrible at in that movie, but uh-huh. it just gets progressively worse from there. Um, Vertical Limit 2000. It's a movie about climbing mountains. I've I never saw it. it. I remember seeing the trailer for it on a VHS I had like over and over again. Um, but yeah, it's uh, he's in that movie. I think after this movie, he kind of, his career kind of just fizzles yeah. out. He doesn't really, I think this movie kind of destroyed his career, to be honest with you. He's been in other stuff since, for sure. It's I think like a lot I, there. I think he was in, uh, yeah, no, he's been in plenty of stuff. I think he's in one of them NCSIs or... <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't scoff at that. I'm, just, I'm not a fucking. I know. Actor. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm just. Yeah, uh, yeah. NCSI. He's in that in that show. Some one of them, Los Angeles. I think the one with LL Cool J. Pretty oh. sure I've seen that somewhere. But um, yeah, that's Chris O'Donnell. He plays Robin in this movie and the last movie. He's all right. I like him better in Batman Forever. I, I like every. Did. I like everything in Batman Forever. I think he does a better <laughs> job as. Uh, I think in Batman Forever, uh, the coolest part is when he's hanging up his laundry. <laughs> he's doing karate laundry <laughs> yeah. and then you he never tried that no try it next time oh my god i'm not gonna do that <laughs> what the hell i put my fucking wet clothes in a dryer no no, no. like when you're folding them oh okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. all right i'll give it a, i'll give it a shot like open the shirt up be like <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try it it's out fun um Uma Thurman, who I love Uma Thurman, but God, is she terrible in this movie? Just so god awful. You know who Christopher McDonald is? I just looked it up. No, Shooter McGavin. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't put that together. Yeah. No, that's McDonald, not O'Donnell. No, I said McDonald. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking O'Donnell the whole time. Yeah, no. yeah, Christopher McDonald. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shooter McGavin. Um, Uma Thurman. Uh, she was in a version of robin hood that wasn't prince of thieves with kevin costner so it wasn't that popular oh I didn't see that. Uh, yeah 1991 uh henry and june in 1990 um i'm trying to think when she really got big i think it was after pulp fiction 1994 yeah, imagine um that's when things really started opening up for her. she did a movie that's one of my favorite movies of all time Called Gattaca with Ethan Hawke, where oh, I see that. believe that's where they met each other, and now they have a Maya Hawke, their daughter, which is on Stranger Things, which I've been rewatching, and it's great. Um, she's in a bunch of different stuff over the years. Besides <laughs> this, uh, there was a movie called The Avengers, uh, the old British TV show. I remember seeing that, and I was like, that movie looks lame, and I don't think it did well. Dangerous Liaison. She's in that with John Malkovich and. and uh, Glenn Close. Um, obviously, she works with Tarantino again twice in Kill Bill Volume 1, Volume 2. I think that really um, really opened up what she could do. I mean, you didn't see her as kind of like this action star, even though she was in Batman and Robin and the Avengers movies. Those ones, 
weren't as popular, but yeah, it's just fucking great actress. She's terrible in this movie. She's since been in a bunch of different stuff. Um, but yeah, that's that's Uma Thurman. Um, moving right along. Alicia Silverstone. She's in uh, a couple movies when she was younger. But I think people mostly know her from Clueless, which is an awesome movie. Really, really funny. Yeah. Um, some movie she's in with Carrie Elwes, The Crush. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. He's like a teacher or something, and he moves in. She's like a young teenager, gets mm-hmm. a crush on him, starts stalking him, kind of like like blackmailing him. Like, oh, if you don't bang me, I'm going to tell everybody uh, you bang me, which is great. You, know, <laughs> you know, counterintuitive to that. Um, she was in a bunch of... Uh, or she was in one Aerosmith video that I remember was super popular in the 90s. Blast from the Past with uh, Brendan Fraser. You ever see that? It's been a long fucking time. That's a fun movie. I like it still. I still like that movie. Um, after that, in the after the 2000s... Oh, there's another movie. My sister would be pissed probably if I didn't uh, mention it. Excess Baggage with Benicio Del Toro. Oh, dude, I got that. <laughs> when we got our DVD player, Uh huh. that movie came with it. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Because, like, as a package, it came with there. You just, it, it just, no, you it just came, had it, it on the side. It came with the DVD player. I think it's because uh, it was one of the first movies oh, on wow. DVD. Yeah. My, my sister had that movie and she would watch it. And then I was like, watching I was like, oh, I like this movie. It's yeah. cool. It's a little, uh, I want to rewatch that now. Fun little rom com sort of movie with a little hint of danger. But yeah, she's, she's in those movies and then. Dude, like after the two thousands, her her career kind of fizzles out too, which is unfortunate. She's not but that good, she, like uh, she could be good. She could be good in in certain roles. Like I, I just don't think she had what it takes for more serious and like like what demands. Yeah, you know, no, no, I see what you're saying. Um, some notable mentions in here: Michael Gow, who plays Alfred Pennyworth. He was him and the. Uh, Mare are the only people from the original movie that are still in here. Um, John Glover, who he plays the scientist that kills Uma Thurman at the mm-hmm. beginning. Mm-hmm. He's okay. in a bunch of stuff. He's in a movie called Scrooge with Bill Murray that I love. He's in, uh, I remember the first time I saw him, he's in uh, Gremlins 2, and a gremlin falls in love with him, wants to have sex with him. And then uh, he's in a movie with Steve Buscemi that I swore was a fever dream that me and my sister watched one late night called uh, Ed's Ed and His Dead Mother, <laughs> where he's like a salesman and he sells, uh, yeah, he's he sells cockroaches to bring people back to life. Um, but yeah, he's in this movie. And uh, yeah, I think as far as the cast goes, that's all we need to mention. Oh, Coolio. <laughs> Forgot about Coolio. Apparently he was set to reprise his role for the sequel to this movie. That was sadly canceled yeah. because this movie's terrible. But well, other than that, Vivica A. Fox is in. This. Oh yeah, Vivica A. Fox is in this. She's we know her from Two Can Play That Game. Um, she's also Vernita Green in the Kill Bill van- franchise. Yeah, Soul Food. Uh, Soul Food. Independence Day. She's got such a small role in here. Yeah, I totally forgot about her. Um, Soul Food. Yeah, she's uh, Sharknado. One of those movies. I know she's in one of those. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. She's fucking great oh, yeah. in that show. Oh man, I love Vivica A. Fox. She was she was awesome. She's she's a great actress. Um, but yeah, moving on. <clears throat> Let's start this shit show and get into this movie. Uh, yeah. So what do you got right off the bat? Well, the intro scene when they're getting ready, um, and the show the badass uh, obligatory uh, back crotch butt shot. 
look Dude, they how do it. nice my butt is. They do it a lot. Um, they do it later on in, in the most <clears throat> unnecessary fucking I mean, uh, pretty part. much everything that they do in this movie is unnecessary. Um, I, I, I remember seeing this movie as a kid and just thinking like, oh, what am I in for? Because... You get the WB logo, and then it freezes, and then it turns into a bad thing. Oh, another thing, Arnold Schwarzenegger, it shouldn't surprise us for sure because he's a way bigger star than George Clooney at the time. But movies called Batman, Arnold Schwarzenegger gets top billing. Like, he's the first name on the marquee, first name on in the credits, everything. Um, I thought that was interesting just yeah. to point out. That's like, for people that are younger that's how big of a star arnold yeah, schwarzenegger was sure. you have a movie called batman he's the villain but arnold schwarzenegger is uh you know he's he's top built also i remember when this movie came out i was like i mean it, in hindsight they couldn't have done it but i always felt and i'm sure you would agree with me this should have been batman forever and the other one should have been batman and robin right oh because uh I mean, Batman, Robin first shows up, and yeah, then this is yeah. one after. That's when you first see them together, yeah. Um, I would say the intro, obviously, the fucking badass and everything. Uh, the gadgets look cool. The car, I fucking hate it. Oh, yeah. How, how do, you, do you not like that? The car, car looks like it handles like shit. It looks like it handles like shit, and then Batman has no protection. His head's just popped out. It's literally just made to be a toy. Oh, yeah. You know what the I mean? toy was badass. My cousin had it. Oh, you had it? Really? Or my, my cousin had it, and oh, man. I had so I cool. had the Batman Forever one, um, but it was like connected to this little wire controller, and it could only go back and forth, and it would turn every time you uh-huh. moved it. It was cool. Thanks, mom, for getting me that. But um, the yeah. f- the front part of the Batmobile, it looks like a like the, that spinning thing. Yeah, in the yeah, front. yeah. That thing looks like a fucking uh, uh, slot machine. Yeah, it does. It like, dude, it it looks terrible. Yeah. Like everything that they change for the most part, it's like all bad. It, it makes total sense though that it, it is geared towards kids just and toys. toys. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah. I, that's mainly what I remember loving the most. <laughs> All the toys. the toys. Uh, as soon as they show George Clooney, it's like ridiculous. They they cut they cut his his eye holes really wide, so mm-hmm. he's got a lot of black in the eyes. To me, he looks like a black cat more than a bat. Like he just <laughs> has his face like a like a cat. Um, yeah. What else? What else did you have over there for that? Um, the first meeting of when Batman meets uh, Mr. Mr. Freeze. Freeze. That whole scene is is crazy. Before we get a little further, I just wrote something like because Alfred's supposed to be dying in this in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, so he's always McGregor syndrome. Always yeah, McGregor syndrome. Stage one. Uh, always always trying to crack a joke to keep up his you know safe face. Pretty much. I'll cancel the pizzas. Yeah. And then he's like withering behind it or whatever. Um, and then on the way over to meet Mr. Freeze, it's just like the worst exposition I've ever heard in a movie ever. There's a new villain in town. He's doing this. He's doing this. His name is Bliss. Like, yeah. whoever wrote that is it's, just, yeah. they were like, just taking the day off pretty much. It's, it's really bad. Um,. But yeah, the first encounter with Mr. Freeze, it's it's just wild. It's crazy. I love uh Mr. Freeze's mercy. Oh yeah, mercy. <laughs> and then also, why do diamonds help him? I just I'm like 
It, 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 the science doesn't check out, is what I'm it saying. It looks like it does. <laughs> it maybe, makes sense. Maybe because they call diamonds ice. Ice, and, yeah. yeah. There you go. They just associated with that. Uh, there's just so many, so many fucking uh, puns in here. So Arnold was known for his puns, but oh, there, he this goes one went through the roof, fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, I think everything he says is a pun, is pretty a, much. It, yeah. yeah, like every line he has. Uh, Batman yabba dabba doos into the room. He pulls a fucking Fred Flintstone and God. and fucking surfs down a dinosaur to get to him. And then we get the line, "You're not gonna put me in the cooler." <laughs> Uh, anything else for that scene that you have? Yeah, the flying butt shot that that Robin has <laughs> when he flies across the yeah. room. Yeah, the way they look when they're like they get a little propulsion and then just kind of glide. Dude, the they air. look like they have zero control of their body. It really does. Like yeah, yeah. like in the in that world, like if you were a fly on the wall watching that, like really happen. Say, I feel like that's how I feel like in dreams. Like yeah. I, if, if I ever like jump on something, I feel like, Oh, it's just kind of, the air's kind of just taking me yeah. whichever way. <laughs> and you, know? you, you would ask yourself, this is supposed to be a superhero. Like it looks like he's just <laughs> hoping he lands somewhere. Like doesn't look like he has any control whatsoever. Uh, yeah. It's so weird. That's, that's good. Well, we mentioned the, the, you know what it looks like? What? It looks like if, uh, a child is playing with him as a toy. You know what? That makes a lot of like, sense. I wonder if that was like, like a stylistic choice. Yeah. Like the toys, like they're like this stiff arm and they're just, you know, putting them on the other side of the yeah, table. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like that actually, yeah. I wonder if that was a, a, a choice or if it's just bad wire work. <laughs> Could be either one, to be honest with you. But, no, but no they had to show the movie. butt, though. Yeah, they had but, to show the butt. butt. Well, I mean, you know, it's Joel Schumacher. Um, but yeah, uh, the built-in skates. How? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. The blades are in the shoes. You'd be standing on the blades. Well, they had all of five minutes to get ready for this. <laughs> And they're like, oh, we're going to need skates. Yeah, he, and then he, he found out that the villain was Mr. Freeze on the way. Yeah. So somehow they just always, they're always prepared for ice skating for Fuck. some reason, which is crazy. Um, we mentioned the sound effects. Fucking, I, I I hate when Robin, like, frisbees one of those oh, trays. Yeah. It hits him. It's like, Wee! and then yeah. he's like, yeah, and then oh, so just cuts. Um that's that stuff's great. Oh, the dude that he throws up for the gun, like he grabs him and oh my his god, guns on top, and he's just kind of like, yeah. Well, the way the gun lands up there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's like in reverse motion. Yeah. And so this is so this is something that I want to bring up about because uh, the next I'm gonna do a little tribute to Paul Rubens after this one, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of what's in this movie and a lot of a lot of the weird shit and the weird camera work that goes into it goes in the movie that I want to do. Um, and I think it's specifically because of this movie. So I'll talk about that, um, after this episode and, uh, get more into that, but it's just, it's just wild. It's crazy that they thought this was going to, I mean, children are easy to please, but even still, like you have to get parents to actually sit through this movie watch to, to watch it yeah. with them. So it wasn't as big of a success as it, as you know, they wanted it to be, but it's, it's just fucking crazy yeah. how, how this movie was made. Um, yeah, I just thought that guy that was super funny, how he throws him up there. Um, oh, so when he escapes in his fucking like rocket mm-hmm. 
and they show him driving. He's kind of just staring at a blank wall, not not steer. He's got yeah. two little rods, and there's a little screen, but it doesn't seem to have any information no that, that could, he'd be able to be using yeah. on that thing. Um, obviously, Batman is in there. Chris O'Donnell's hanging on on the outside. Uh, when he freezes Batman, he's like, Batman's like, hey, if this thing blows up, it's going to kill thousands of people. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Freeze jumps out. Robin comes and saves the day. And then Batman's idea is to blow it up with a bomb. What do you make of that? So it was going to blow up originally. Yeah. He said it's going to blow up. And Batman says if this thing blows up, it'll kill thousands of people in Gotham. And then as soon as Chris O'Donnell sets him free, he's like, a bat bomb? What's that for? He's like, we got to blow this thing up. <laughs> you never noticed that before? Yes. And <laughs> why wouldn't they try and defuse the bomb? Batman puts a bomb no, on No, no, no. Like, previous to that. I have no idea. I don't know how this works. They don't even bother. Let's see if we can find the bomb. Oh, or it's probably a self-destructive. Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm assuming. But if it's going to blow up anyways, why blow it up at all? Fuck. I don't know I about, don't know. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I thought the sky surfing scene was super cool. Oh yeah. Um Arnold Schwarzenegger is wearing a giant metal suit that, and he uses flimsy metal yeah, wings. That to would fly not down. stop him. No, it would never he would plummet even faster. Yeah. Probably even more out of control because of all the fucking wind resistance yeah. and everything. But it's a cartoon. He can't have a parachute. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he can't have a parachute. Mr. Freeze can't have a parachute. That wouldn't look cool. No, it wouldn't look cool. Um, But the sky surfing, I I always felt maintained that like this scene, and then even in uh, Batman Forever when he jumps off the building like to go catch uh, Mm Two-Face, for the time, those two scenes specifically, because there's a bunch of other bad CGI in this movie, for the time, those two scenes, they're not great, but they look really, really good mm-hmm. for the time. Yeah, um, sure. I was reading, yeah, it was all motion capture stuff that they did. And I'm just, even watching it yesterday, I'm just so surprised how good it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, because you look at some of the, the early 2000s stuff, things that are popping in my head, specifically like Spider-Man, the first one. There's just a lot of bad CGI in there, mm-hmm. and I was just surprised. Even watching it yesterday, I was like, oh, shit. Um, this is actually pretty good. They don't have a lot of uh, scenes where he's using his bat suit. Like, he's using the cape. He's using, like... No, he's. it's not... It's very... Um, it's kind of like the cape's just for looks. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he does... He uses it in Batman Forever. Yeah. Um, he covers up the flames with mm-hmm. it. He kind of like spreads it out to fly a little bit mm-hmm. when he's jumping off the building. This one, it's very. Um, I feel like they're just they're cutting out what they think is fat, but kind of you know they're getting rid of like good stuff yeah. in there. But yeah, he doesn't um, use anything. When they land, they follow Freeze to the getaway or whatever. Yeah, um, and then Robin gets frozen. Yeah, he gets frozen. I wrote down. I, think, uh, I love that part actually. Somebody, somebody had to build that frozen Robin, and I wonder where that thing is. It's oh. got to be like in the Warner Brothers like museum or something. Yeah, that'd be 
That'd be cool to see. Yeah, somebody had to make that. I was reading a little bit about the the faux ice that they had. Yeah, it was it like all the faux ice was like a bunch of different fucking polyurethanes or whatever the fuck. I don't I, know. I like how it looks when it starts to melt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks it looks kind of like like uh, gooey almost. Mm. Um, yeah. So next we we meet uh, Uma Thurman's character. And Hold I wrote, on. can we talk about the frozen scene a little bit? Yeah, when, sure. he free, when he freezes him. Yeah. And one of the best lines. Did we get him? No. Before that, he goes, he's like, what are you going to do? Save me? He's like, <laughs> get get the bad guy or save the boy. <laughs> he's like, your emotions make you weak. <laughs> That's why this day is mine. <laughs> Dude, he's. He's great. I love the little yeah. wave of the fingers. He, he fucking end. like wipes away the fog. Yeah. And bye. Uh, your emotions make you weak. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, yeah, he's fucking, he's sick at the house. They have him in the hot water and everything. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, we get introduced to Uma Thurman's character, and I wrote down immediately, Uma Thurman is the absolute worst, and that's saying something. Uh, she's... Scumming around that that fucking laboratory or whatever, talking to her little voice recorder, and then she stumbles upon the plot um, of they're trying to make super soldiers, and the first one is Bane. Yeah, that set is the one I was talking about when he grabs like the fucking the venom like jug, and it's just a big jug, and uh, yeah, it's just a big ass jug, and it's like Power Rangers. The TV show level, yeah. like oh, bad, bad production. I just I can't look away. It's it's really really bad. But um, yeah that that whole scene is ridiculous. We meet Bane. We see he's a little skinny guy, and he comes out this big ass buff guy. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Jerry, because I made well, I didn't make Jerry watch it, but I was watching it, and he like came and watched part of it with me, and we we're just dying at the fact when he's like. He sees that Pamela Isley, Poison Ivy, um, saw him, and he's like trying to be like, "Oh, we could be together," and blah blah blah. And she's I love like, that part. "She's like, no, I'll never be with you." And blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm gonna take you to the police now. That whole part is fucking hilarious. I just, to me. I just love when he's like, "Oh, well, I'm not very good with rejection, so unfortunately, you'll have to die." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He screams at her. <laughs> I love that dude. Actually, like how. It's so cartoonish. It's so just fucking Dude, yeah. campy. But I love how like cartoon crazy he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he like, like he he understood the assignment. He really yeah, went for it. Yeah. It, it. That part always makes me laugh. It's it's really funny. Benny will start at ten million dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if you've ever noticed this in this movie. Um, and I know Clooney does it a little bit in each movie, but in this movie, it's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. He bobs his head back and forth as he's like, as he's talking, as he's standing. Like, oh, yeah. there's a scene yeah, where right. Alfred's talking to him and he's just got his head down, listening to him, and he's just doing this, like just shaking his, bobbing his head. What the fuck? If you've ever seen this movie, if you're ever gonna watch it again, go back and I guarantee you, watch it and notice this, and it's gonna bug the shit out of you. He does this the whole t- dude. He bobs his head as he talks. Like I think he thought it was like a quirky, cool, like little tick thing that he's got, uh, which is funny because Larry David does the same thing. He's like, "What would you think of a guy that does this?" I would think he's an asshole. Really? 
really? Does he talk like this? Bobbing his head? But dude, I notice uh, he does that when he starts talking. No, dude, he does it when he's walking, when he's talking, when he's standing still, listening. Like it's fucking crazy. Yeah. He does it the whole movie. It's it's insane. Um, you can't really tell in the bat suit that much, but whenever he's Bruce Wayne, it's it's happening yeah. all the time. And I'm just like, what the fuck is? What are you doing? And I think he saw this movie and he's like, I gotta stop doing that because that's oh, not man. that's not good. So after we meet up, uh, Alfred and him are talking about how he's like pig headed and Robin's all mad at him mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um, we go back. To see Mr. Freeze in his lair. He's watching the home movies. Mr. White Christmas, Mr. Snow, which is the whole, he's got the, the polar bear sandals on, the robe. His whole hideout's just decked out to, yeah. you know, suit him. It's campy, it's stupid. Um, what really bugged me about it is Vivica Fox is there in lingerie in the freezing cold. Mm hmm. And she wants a little alone time with Mr. Freeze. And he's like, oh, I'm here for my wife alone. My heart beats for my wife alone. Why the fuck is she there then? I know. She's not helping you in any way. She's not a fucking goon or anything. She's not cold at all. At least fucking uh, Drew Barrymore in the last one could like fucking, oh, yeah. you know, not seduce, but like kind of fucking, you know, distract people. I don't know. I was just like, it's kind of a throwaway role for her. I think yeah. Vivica A. Fox, even at the time, was better than that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, I mean, who would turn down a chance to be in a Batman movie? Probably got to set and she was like, what the fuck are these people yeah. doing? But, yeah. I just thought that was that was stupid. What else What else he got? Um, yeah, when he's watching his, uh, his, home, his wedding video with his, um, when he's by himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, they try and humanize him multiple times throughout the movie. That's one of them. Uh, how does how does that TV work? The one in VHS? The, in the ice? I don't know. It's so cold. I don't... Where do you get power? Where has and then it? they have... And then they have... I, I mean, I try not to... Try not to think about it that much. It's... It's a ridiculous premise to begin with. I just, and then also, the, I wasn't even thinking about the TV, but his wife is suspended in, like, just pure liquid with no breathing apparatus on or anything. She, pretty sure he killed her. She's cryogenically <laughs> frozen. She doesn't need to breathe. I don't think she, it's frozen. It looks like water. Well, it's like a solution. Uh, 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 uh that's below. <laughs> Jason the scientist he's touching his glasses yeah. right now. Right now, guys. so I've upon my research. Uh, <laughs> um, I still. Uh, oh, one thing that Mr. Free says he says that battling the bat drained his power. Mm-hmm. When I was a little kid, I thought that was so cool because I was like, "Oh, Batman's that fucking strong yeah. that he drained fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger's power." I always thought that was cool. And he, he needs the little diamonds. Yeah. I like that little thing that when he puts him in and then the other thing that closes it. Oh, yeah. The little fucking spinny thing. Yeah. After that's the auction, right? No. There's a a little bit before that. They show Wayne Manor. um, What's her name? Uh, What's her name shows up. Uh, Alicia Silverstone shows up. It's his niece from England who doesn't have an accent. Well, she's clearly born in Gotham. Stayed there for a few years. That's what we're Went going to England. That's what we're going with at yeah. at uh not Cambridge and not oh, 
fuck was Ox- the other one? Oxford. It's no. Oxbridge. Oxbridge. Which yeah. I don't know why they couldn't have just picked one or the other for that one. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. So they announce on TV that they're gonna do the auction, and that's when we meet Bruce's girlfriend for the first time, and the reporter that's also in fucking Batman Forever that talks really, really weird. She's annoying as fuck. Dude, she is super annoying. She's like from the twenties or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a thing. The aesthetic that they went with in like the first Batman, where it's like, oh, you don't know if it's like what decade it's in. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did that for like the cartoon show as well. But they stuck with it, and that's another aspect of the movie that I want to do as well. Um, but uh, yeah, they, 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 I, I love when she's like, "Oh, when are you two gonna get married?" Uh. And then George Clooney's lining, he's like, "Marriage? Uh, um, uh, marriage? Uh, uh, you want to help me out here?" And then just kind of backs away and lets the actress like say her <laughs> role. Dude, I can't imagine doing this movie. You would just be like, "Fuck, what am I doing? What am I doing?" Like worse than all the other ones. Um. Yeah. Oh, Poison Ivy shows up. Poison Ivy shows up. That's what I wrote down here. Poison Ivy shows up, and Bruce kind of like he's he's not mean to her. Kind of does the same thing that Val Kilmer does for Jim Carrey. You know. Oh yeah. He, hears him out, but kind of like tells him why they can't do what they're doing, whatever. And then the cops lead her away, and as she's walking away from them, she's speaking out loud about her evil plan. <laughs> I'm like, why, why, why are you talking out loud right now? It's ridiculous. Um, what did she tell the the first cop that's like trying to escort her away? She's like, get your hands off me, you fascist pig. Yeah, <laughs> all that, and then all the like when she's like, oh, a day of reckoning has come, and then that reporter, she's like, you must be new here. Batman and Robin take care of us, and, oh. dude. It's. So bad. And then we see those two doctors, the scientists that are at the end that are, like, fucking really bad as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Diamond Auction happens. That that moment, because Batman and Robin are there. They're, everybody's there. The mayor's there. And, like, that moment to me is the most, like, the old Batman and, and Robin TV show that there is. Because that show... Batman was just like out in the daytime and just meeting with the mayor and like doing fucking ribbon cutting cuttings at fucking Kmart when it opens yeah. and shit. So that that moment to me just reminds me of that like a lot. Um, but yeah, that that's when we first see Poison Ivy come out and uh, in the most ridiculous fashion. But it's and the music is terrible. Um, and that. <laughs> and then we get one of the fucking most cringeworthy moments in the movie where Batman and Robin are bidding on fucking oh the card <laughs> bidding on Never poison ivy five million I'll borrow it from you ten million he's like what is, what does he say he's like you're <sighs> can't remember what the fuck he says but he pulls out the credit card never leave the cave without it <sighs> just a a fucking infuriating a blatant fucking commercial in batman which is this movie's already a commercial to begin with chris o'donnell was quoted to say that the uh batman forever seemed more honed in and you know serious whereas this movie felt like they were just making a toy commercial yeah like the whole time before before the back and forth of batman and robin um auctioning Mm -hmm. um or bidding i love the three guys that are bidding on poison ivy Yeah, yeah and then the the last guy he goes and I bid 
$500,000. Not the only superhero movie that guy's been in. Um, There's a famous meme online of William Dafoe uh, in the scene from Spider-Man where he's at the board meeting. And he's like, you know how much I sacrificed? Oh, dude. That guy's the guy that tells him, you're out, Norman. Oh, shit. He's he's like on the board of trustees in in that movie. But yeah, that's the same dude. That that dude's that dude's line reminds me of the guy from RoboCop. I'll, I'll buy, buy that for a dollar. Yeah, good stuff. Um, the back card. Uh, I like I like that Mister Free shows up here, uh, and his line is "All right, everybody, chill." chill. But he doesn't just say it once; he says it three times. Oh, really? Because somebody has to hear him say it. Chill. Oh yeah. Chill. Yeah. Chill. It's just over and over again. Because uh, what are you gonna do in this? Uh, so I don't good. know. Not have somebody hear your pun. So good for the people in the back. Uh, then we go on that. Uh, we find out that he's immune to you know Uma Thurman's pheromone dust. Yeah. Doesn't work on a cold heart. Yeah. We get that. We see that Batman and Robin are obviously, you know, they're obviously feeling it. And then we go on the chase where we finally catch Mr. Freeze. Uh, That's where I wrote, I wish cities had giant statues like that. Um, The part, yeah, the part where they're going down the arm, I always thought was cool as a Mm -hmm. kid. And uh, the fucking reveal of him catching catching Mr. Freeze, I don't know if you noticed, but... (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger looks out the front of his windshield and he's oh, like, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah. And then fucking Batman crashes through that and then it just cuts to the cape on the floor and then it uh. lifts up and he's on the floor like knocked out and then Batman has his... his he's not using it because yeah, I know you mentioned earlier like, oh, part for like doesn't. a purpose. Yeah, but he doesn't need to be doing that. He's just putting it well, down. Well, also when he flies through the windshield, like he's using that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's like one of the only times. Pretty much, yeah. And dude, would you go through a fucking windshield like that? I mean, I wouldn't, but if I was Batman and I had, like, a cool-ass suit on, probably. That looks like such a small area to miss. Like, what, it, it, no, no. What it, if he it, goes just a little bit above that? He's going into pure steel. <laughs> and the, the, the fucking, the, the, oh, no, I think he shoots the spikes off of it. I was going to say, he could have got impaled yeah. on that shit. Um, yeah. But, uh. Oh, yeah, so they they captured Mr. Freeze, and this is a line, even as a kid. Okay, so this is one line I remember as a kid that I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. They get back. Robin's pissed off because he disabled his bike, and he's like, you're never going to trust me, Bruce. Blah, blah, blah. He's ranting, he's ranting, and then he says, it's Batman and Robin, not Robin and Batman, okay? The fuck does that mean? (laughs) If anything, he should have said... Actually, he wouldn't say that because it's not it's not Robin and Batman. It's Batman and Robin. Yeah. The only thing that I was thinking about yesterday is that when he's complaining about not being in the spotlight, that that was actually George Clooney's line to be like, hey, it's Batman and Robin, not Robin and Batman, oh, kid, or whatever. That makes more sense. That would make way more sense. But that's the only thing I think is like Chris O'Donnell flubbed and then Joel Schumacher was just like, great, we got it. Let's move on. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. So other than that... That line doesn't make any sense yeah. at all. It doesn't help his argument at, at whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just it's ridiculous. Um, I think after this we get the uh, scene with Coolio. Uh, Alicia Silverstone sneaks out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Robin follows her. 
uh, Coolio's the fucking what would you call that? He's like the he's taking all the bets for for the fucking mm-hmm. what you call it. Um, that scene, it's just guys on motorcycles, fireworks, and fucking yeah, it's whatever. I hate the stupid ass line. So this is where you hang out when he's like he falls off the cliff or whatever, and she like catches him. Or no, she falls off the cliff and he catches her because those guys are dead set. They never met this girl before in their life. They just want to kill her. They just want to kill her for some reason. Yeah. Um, and then at the same time, Poison Ivy's moving into her digs where those... They were way cooler in the last movie, the like neon fucking skeleton guys. I was just thinking about that and I was like, man, wait, where is that scene? And then I forgot that it's in Batman Forever. Yeah, when they actually like fight, when they fight those dudes yeah. and like saves the save the girl. Uh-huh. Doesn't she get to kiss Batman, her savior? Or whatever. I love that whole scene. <laughs> when he rolls into town Dude. in the Batmobile. Oh yeah, and he's like, and and they're like that's not Batman, Batman. that's Batboy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, no. What about when? What about when? I know we're going off topic here, but what about when Batman shows up and he's like, Robin's pissed off at Batman. And he goes to punch him, and then Batman's just, doing, oh yeah, just holding his forearm up, and he just keeps on punching him in the same spot. Like, go to the other side. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> Batman's not putting much effort into no, any of that. Just th- throw a right hook. Yeah, you'll hit him. <laughs> he's not blocking that side. But yeah, the the. When Thurman gets her digs and those guys are there, I just remember that guy going, Hello, my pretty, 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 pretty. Yeah. They just, they're neon skeleton dudes. And those, those guys are pretty cool. I mean. I think. I think so, too. I think uh, they're like ravers. They're, they're, they're drug of choice is ecstasy for sure. But they went off the deep end. They went off the dark the dark. Yeah, path, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they still like to trip They out. still like to party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, and then I think we get the, uh, the escape from fucking, uh, oh yeah, Arkham. Uh, for, yeah, from Arkham. Uh, Mr. Freeze gets put in jail and then immediately gets, uh, fucking broken out of. Um, I love, dude, Uma Thurman's lines are just so fucking ridiculous in this movie. Uh, she shows up and I love how all the dudes react to her. Always, yeah. Don't mind us, ma'am. Yeah. We'll be right here. Oh, like, dude, just so, so ridiculous. Cartoonish. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, she doesn't really have an escape plan, we find out, uh, which is, I mean, it's, why would you at this point? Things kind of just happen to happen. Um, I love Arnold's line, I hope your Mr. Bane can swim. <laughs> and all that stuff. All that all that stuff's good. Uh, well, not so much good as it is just funny. Yeah. And then, yeah, they break out. They devise a plan to work together. Um, it's so weird that they even decided to include a girlfriend for Bruce in this movie because the scene mm-hmm. that she's in the announcement of the fucking whatchamacallit, the diamond auction, mm-hmm. and then she's in this scene, and then in nothing else, I don't know if they had anything written more for her or whatever, but oh, they're well, like... they're having dinner. They're having dinner, and then they're sitting, and then... They break up. Yeah, because he says Ivy, and then she's just she's just like, oh, if you're not serious, then I need to leave. Like yeah. it doesn't really add anything to the movie at all. I feel like each she could have just been in the background in the fucking diamond thing, and in that scene could have just been cut out all yeah. completely. They just needed to fill some shit. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, by the time Freeze gets out, he pretty much is putting his plan in motion. Uh, Alicia Silverstone finds out that they're Batman and Batgirl or whatever. They go out. 
they Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Who cares at this point? I know, dude. This is hey, <laughs> this is the best. How we the, both feel right this now. This is the slowest part of the movie. This, how we both feel and right it's supposed exactly to be. It's supposed to be the climax. Yeah, it's a. Uh, so they go out. Uh, they have to stop Mister Freeze. He's got a big giant diamond gun. He yeah. freezes half of the city. It's so stupid. Freezes half the city. The dog's taking a piss. He gets yeah. frozen in, in place. Yeah. Um, the two doctors that are there. Who is this nutball? <laughs> is so terrible. Um, Alicia Silverstone becomes Batgirl. Uh, they find out that Alfred's sick. She tells them that Alfred's sick. That and Alfred had the suit Mag- ready for her. Yeah, he had the suit ready for her. She... He makes a suit for her with every intention of giving it to her. But he doesn't tell her anything. And he it doesn't even want her to stay there. But it it's just... it's. And for as smart as Alfred is supposed to be, he's paying attention to everything that's happening. He might be sick, but if the fucking guy had enough fucking brain power to make a suit of armor yeah. for his niece, he could have been paying attention and been like, well, I'm not just making the suit just on... You know, I'm going to give it to her one day. Yeah. But like... Oh no! I'm making this suit, and then I should probably tell her, "Hey, you, there's a psycho out there, yeah, yeah, freezing everything." You know what I mean? Like, no, exa- exactly. These guys are gonna need help. Yeah. So might as well suit up, Buttercup. Um, but yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. So they gotta go save fucking. They gotta go save the city. Uh, obviously, Alicia Silverstone's gonna fight fucking. Uma Thurman at one point. Um, one thing I mentioned: there's a lot of body shaming on Alicia Silverstone's part. Yeah. In this movie, um, they before she even got the role, they said she had to lose ten pounds. Which, dude, Alicia Silverstone is not a big girl by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, which, so it's just crazy the standards, especially back in the day that Hollywood had for their actresses. Um, but yeah, uh, they fight each other. Uma Thurman thinks that she's got Robin by on the grips of uh, you know she thinks that she's got him under by her, the short and curly by the short and curlies pretty much <laughs> and uh, yeah he uh, has plastic lips on or something I don't know hey lip condoms lip condoms <laughs> lip condoms what a what an idea <laughs> we should we should uh, trademark that uh, but yeah that happens. She hold on real quick. You know how he t- <laughs> when he takes off the top, yeah, uh, yeah, lip cover. What if she just went, yeah, <laughs> right away? <laughs> She's like, you dumb fuck. Yeah, like oh they- shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, she gets kicked in. Like her, her whole thing is plants. She loves plants. She takes care of plants. Yeah. Everything. She gets kicked into a plant, and the plant eats her. Well, it doesn't eat her because she's alive. At the oh end. yeah, she is alive at the end. Why would it turn on her? Why, why would it turn on her? Why would she be stuck in there? Why would that incapa- incapacitate her for anything? Meanwhile, Batman's having a big... I mean, the action scene is really poorly... It's, so it's poorly shot, everything. Yeah. Uh, he's fighting Arnold Schwarzenegger, throws him off. Uh, there, there's certain parts that we skip that, like, when they're like... George Clooney's performance, he's like, I'm asking you, friend, partner, will you help me? Oh, and, then yeah. he, and then he and then he does the same thing to Mr. Freeze at the end. He's like, I'm asking you, doctor, yeah. will you help me? Like, all that shit. 
It's just really bad. Um, two of these. And call me in the morning. Uh, the the. The ice gun col- collapses, and uh-huh. that's when he's got to save those doctors. And he's like, hold on to my belt. Let go. And then fucking. I got to give it to those doctors. They must work out like a son of a oh, bitch. Oh, dude, they're holding on to that thing for so long. <laughs> so you, they would have fallen off And, and not, so only, not only are they holding on to that, that thing's getting whipped around like all crazy. Yeah. Like, there's no way that they're. And then they still have enough power and strength in their grip to hold on to a moving Batman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit! And then hold on like that, too. They're jacked. Yeah, They dude. gotta be. They, they they go climbing on the weekend. Yeah, yeah fuck for yeah. For sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And then, um, at that point, Alicia Silverstone and, and Chris O'Donnell are, like, hanging off the side of the fucking, off the side of the whatchamacallit. Uh-huh. And then Batman's going back up, and he's like, need a lift? And then uh-huh. they grab onto him, and they go back up. Um... Uh, and then the movie sort of just ends. <laughs> they run out in front of the bat signal. Kind well, of. Well, like they do a lot movie. of uh, uh, typing. Typing? Yeah. Well, to you know, type in the codes for the. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, for, I forget that they yeah because the the gun's broken, so they have to rewrite reroute the fucking sunlight the the satellites to shoot sunlight yeah. at the city to melt yeah and then, it's like oh it's fucking sun daylight's not for another six hours everybody is gonna be dead in 30 minutes and then uh alicia silverstone's a computer whiz so she's just like watch and learn little boy yeah fucking fixes it reroutes satellites sunlight comes down the dog that was pissing unfreezes uh and the city saved well, they turn the the telescope into a huge, uh, like a sun ray gun or whatever. No, the telescope breaks. It, it breaks and it fall and it falls off. That's why they can't. They have to use the satellites because originally they weren't going to use the satellites. Well, I'm saying at first. Oh yeah. Well, that's after it falls, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, and then Mister Freeze, he's put in a cell with Uma Thurman, and she's like, no. Yeah. The line. Uh, as I told Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug, this is it's a, a one-woman one show. show. Just, oh, God, it's so bad. So terrible. Well, is it worse than the blood will freeze in my hands <laughs> or blanket the city in the endless winter? It is. It's way worse. <laughs> I think Arnold's right in his pocket. Yeah. Her, however, no, not so much. It's just it's just all bad. But it, reading those lines, I don't know how you could say them better. Yeah. As I told Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, like, do, do a know. serious. Do a serious. I don't one. know how you could. Right here. <laughs> As I told Lady Freeze, I don't. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you, you do can it. do it. I don't know how you do it. All right. I don't know how you do it. I'm gonna try. Try it. Try it. Try it. Wait. Wait. Okay. Okay. <laughs> As I told Lady Freeze before I pulled her plug. No. It just doesn't... It doesn't. As I told Lady Freeze... No. No. It sounds like you're reading poetry or yeah. something. As I told Lady Freeze before I pulled her plug. Yeah. Yeah. It's You can't do it. The you line, just gotta go... Yeah, the lines are full, written just... Yeah, yeah. Full fucking... Full retard. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And then... So Alfred's better because he gets to cure, which I mean it's stage one, so that's maybe why he could cure him, and his wife's yeah, got a yeah, yeah. larger stage. Um, yeah, that happens. They save Alfred; he's okay, even though he's like fucking nine. He's gonna die in like two years anyway. 
Um, they save him, and then... Well, they need someone to answer the door and fucking yeah. do all, wipe his ass. We get the we get the fucking. It is in this one, right? Because they're all they're like at the end they're like, oh, we're partners, blah blah blah, and then he's like, we're gonna need a bigger cave, and then they. Yeah. You know what that reminded me of that what? reminded me of because uh, I started watching Baywatch again. Uh huh. Um. That reminded me of a very like Baywatch running uh, scene. Is it? Dude. That song? You know why I know that song? That song rules. You know why I know that song? Is because it's in an episode of a show called Spaced with Simon Pegg that Edgar Wright did. And when. the way the show starts is his girlfriend breaks up with him because she cheats on him with this dude and whenever he thinks about that dude it plays that song and it's like a montage of him being a douche and it's fucking it is great the song does rule dude it's a good song. Wow, that's 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 a great story. What's that? That that you have to relate to that and how you knew the song. Oh right yeah. off. Well, because because it's been so long since no, no, I've no, watched for real. the show. So so I've seen I've seen that show, not Baywatch. Yeah, I haven't seen Baywatch since I was a little kid. And even when it was on, I never really watched mm. it. Like I was like a little too young to want to watch Pamela really? Anderson and shit like that. I, I was, that I was like crazy. I was like super young. Um, but I've seen that show spaced a million times and that part's always so funny because that song's like, it's ridiculous, but it's a, it's a good it's, song. It's a great song. And like that part's just so funny because every time he sees that dude or thinks about him, it's like a montage <laughs> of that guy being a douche and it's just playing the saxophone part. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. Like, it's such a funny song. And then I don't remember what I was watching not that long ago, but they showed a clip of Baywatch and they played the song. I was like, oh, oh that's where the song's from. Nice. But yeah, it's I, it's just fucking hilarious. I love that song. Um, but yeah, Batman and Robin. We Baywatch. Did, we did it. <laughs> Baywatch. We did it. Uh, we got through that one. Oh, that was hard. Man. It, it was hard. It was hard because there are things I enjoy, but it's just, it's it's a lot of... A lot of bad stuff. 30 minutes into watching this last night, I remember saying to myself, I don't know if I could watch this whole thing right now. Dude, that's that's why I said I watched it in 10-minute increments. I'll watch it for 10 minutes. Luckily, you know what was happening yesterday? My internet kept going out. So I was watching it, and then the internet would go out, and I'd be on my phone for like five minutes, and then I'd watch a little bit more, and then it just kept doing that, luckily. Um, But yeah, it's it's a really bad movie. In, in In the... Internet research that I was that I was reading is like there's a lot of people that say this is like the what worst did, movie of all time. What did Arnold say about this? Did he enjoy I did, it? I didn't. Or did he not care? I didn't uh, read anything about what he thought about it. Um, there, I'm pretty sure there's stuff out there that interviews that he's he said stuff. But I think um, definitely during press he was probably all about it. Oh, he's, he's probably he's just a showman. Like, yeah, yeah, he's he's one of the greatest showmans. Um, but yeah. So, let's say we're back in 1997, and this movie was wildly successful the way that it was supposed to be. I mean, we know it's going to get a sequel. We can't really do a prequel to this movie. So, let's just say this. George Clooney's not returning. 
Chris O'Donnell's not returning. It's 1997. Who are you casting as Batman and Robin, and what villains are you going to pick? Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh, that's what I didn't tell that's you. Batman. Uh, so there was a sequel plan for this movie. Uh, the scare- uh, Scarecrow was going to be the main villain, uh. and Nicholas, uh, Joel Schumacher approached Nicolas because you know he did uh, 8mm, or is it Snake Eyes? It's one, one of the two. I forget. I think it's Snake Eyes. But uh, with Nicolas Cage. So he approached Nicolas Cage about playing the Scarecrow in the next movie. Oh, wow. But okay, you said Nicolas Cage as Batman? Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, Robin. Uh, he was going to be Superman. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I could I definitely see him more as a Batman. Yeah. Than a Superman. Yeah. Uh, Robin. Oh, shit. I, I don't know. I can't even think. I, <laughs> Just you can pick anybody. It really doesn't matter. Think about this fucking movie. Uh, Christian Slater. I don't know. That works. He's a little too old at the time, but fuck it. Who cares? Uh, all right. What villains would you pick? Do you know any other Batman villains besides the four that were in these movies previously? I'm trying to think. Um, there's uh, Death. Is Deathstroke? Deathstroke. Yeah. Deathstroke's Deathstroke, one yeah. of them. Yeah. But yeah, that wouldn't work for a fucking. I mean, it, cartoon movie. I mean, it could. It wouldn't like translate very well, yeah. but I don't see why it wouldn't. Like yeah. he, he could be in there. Um, I don't. I can't even think of another one. Okay, so me, I'm casting Antonio Banderas as Batman. Oh fuck! Cause fuck it, why not? And I'm casting. Uh, uh, who's a hot young up and comer at the time? Uh, Leo D as Robin, and uh, wait, who? Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, as Robin. Oh wow! And uh, my villain is gonna be Clayface, and uh, that one guy that walks around with the little uh, this guy. I think his name's Scarface. He's got he's like a ventriloquist. Oh. Or no, maybe Clayface and the Mad Hatter. Mm. That'd be cool. But yeah, those are my picks for sure. Um, and it would be called Batman Forever 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's our um that's our episode for this week. Yes. Um D- Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. When I was watching this, it made me think Bane, Mr. Freeze. They kind of bring it back in, in Dark Knight Rises. Well, in Bane, yeah. Not Mr. Freeze. Well, the whole... Oh, the, the whole, whole city, city freeze. Yeah. yeah. It's, eh, it's wintertime. Yeah, yeah. It, there's there's elements in there yeah. for sure. I'm pretty sure Christopher Nolan stayed as far away from this... Oh, yeah, yeah. From, uh, ...as he possibly could. Um, but yeah, that w- this is a movie that killed Batman, pretty much. Um, we didn't get another one until nine, eight years later in 2005 with Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins, which... Took it in a completely different direction, which thank God they did that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the movie, guys. Um, it's great and not great at the same time. It's a terrible movie, but we love it sometimes for about five minutes, and then we got to turn it off. I'm gonna wait a few years <clears throat> before we'll watch it again. Watch yeah, no, again. no, me for sure, me for sure. Doing this deep dive definitely um, wore me out a little bit. Unless you're watching it with a little kid. Yeah, you can put it on for a little kid. Then that's, that's fun. That's when. Yeah. 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 
But uh, yeah, other than that, that's that's the show. That's our episode for this week, guys. Stay tuned for a bonus episode with just me uh, break down one of my favorite movies of all time, a tribute to Paul Rubens, who passed away a few weeks ago. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm Steven Valdez. Jason Brunez. <laughs> Follow us at Play it again, man, underscore pod on Instagram and TikTok. Tell your friends, tell your family. There's a place for them if they love movies. And we'll see you at the movies next week, guys. Bye.